You listen to our radio candidate home and abroad. And from the male side of the Galway border, um, we, there's a young lady, Nicola O'Hare. And she's a graduate of the American College in Dublin, where she earned her BFA in musical theatre. And today, Nicola has appeared in productions of The Wizard of Oz, where she played Dorothy, Guys and Dolls as Sarah Brown and Mosquitoes, Natalie, Chorus Line, Maggie, and Intro to Woods, uh, Cinderella. And that's just to name a few. And more recently, Nicola was involved in the Castle Lakes Art Festival held in Wexford as both actor and featured singer. And she played Hermia and Quincy in Shakespeare's classic play, A Midsummer's Night Dream. But her two years at the Mayo Vocal Academy saw Nicola receive a High Achievers Award from the Royal Irish Academy of Music. And this talent would eventually see Nicola do a backing track vocals for Russell Watson in the Waterfront Theatre in Ulster Hall and the National Opera House and the Borgas Theatre in Dublin. And she's also performed as an ensemble of vocalist on Phil Coulter's score, Not His Simplicity, a single that went to number one in the world genre, iTunes charts. But her current project is a recording of Brendan Graham's Orphan Girl, a song to commemorate the relocation of over 4,000 Irish orphan girls who were shipped to Australia during Ireland's Great Famine in the 1840s. And the um, single was released on October 6th. And uh, it being the day the Irish orphan girls arrived in Sydney Harbour, and it has already shot up the iTunes chart. Nicola, it's a real pleasure to meet you, and thanks a million, and congratulations. Hi, Austin. Thank you so much for the lovely intro, and thank you so much for having me on on your show today. Really appreciate it. Um, a bit about yourself, your musical background, the family, music in the family. Yeah, so um, to be honest, I don't really have a very strong musical background, um, but it's funny you ask, because just today my father got a message from a man he, he knows, and he was saying, he heard the song, and he was saying, sure, where would she leave it? You know, it's in her it's in her breeding. He was saying her grandmother was a beautiful singer. So now I never, I never actually heard her sing, but I'm told that apparently she was known for lashing out a few rebel tunes in the pub, you know, on a night out. <laughs> So I guess um I guess my passion of music might come from her. So um yeah, there's my 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 mother as well. She'd she'd give a good rattle at Mansell Hill or something like that on a night out. So we all we all love music in the family. Um we all have a great passion and love for it. So I've from a young age I've I've gone to stage schools and things like that. So I've always been singing, dancing, acting, all of that from I'd say the age of six carried it on through schools, doing concerts, musicals, plays, shows, all of that kind of thing. And then, like you said, I went on to study at third level education. Mm-hmm. So I finished college last May and I'll be graduating next month now with a BFA in musical theatre. So, yeah, it all kind of ties in all that singing, dance and acting. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, so at school, you would have been involved then in the musicals or were there musicals at school? There would have been, yeah. In, in, I suppose in primary school, it would have been more kind of plays and things like that. And as we went on to do secondary school, there would have been musicals and um, concerts and things. Yeah. So I would have always been kind of highly involved in those through my childhood years. Yeah. Right. And they, during the last 18 months, particularly for a young emerging artist, it would have been 
really challenging because the lifeblood of what you do is getting onto a stage and doing it live. Exactly, yeah. No, it, it has been tough. Like, I suppose for me, I'm lucky in the sense that I was still in my training at that time. You know, there was a lot of people coming straight out of their training into the industry and everything shut down and they had no opportunities for them, you know. So I was looking in a sense I was still kept busy with my training and it could still all go ahead. You know, we had the Zoom calls and all that online. So it was all kept going and for our musicals and plays, we were brought in in person to do them. You know, we didn't have audiences, unfortunately. They were recorded and things like that. But we still had the opportunity to do it and still practice it you know, in training. So, yeah, that was good. But as you said, it's still still not fully back to where it should be as it was of normal, you know. So hopefully in the next while now it'll return to some sort of normality. I know some theatres and things are opening back up and there's live music and concerts mm-hmm. coming back. So hopefully it's it's um a good time. I'm coming out of it now and I'll start getting some opportunities in that sense to do more live live material, I guess. When you talk about opportunities... Uh, first of all, to have an opportunity to work with Brendan Graham and yep. perform some of his music. Um, how did you come in contact with Brendan? So there was talks of a concert happening in Kong, where um, I'm about two minutes from where I live, Kong Village. And there's two men involved there, lovely men, Paddy Rock and Ray McHugh. And they're great men for the community and, you know, helping helping people along. And I've sang at a lot of concerts around the locality in, in you know, my years. And this concert was supposed to be happening with Brendan Graham. He was supposed to be involved in it. And they, uh, they said, we, we might try and get you involved. And I said, oh, that'd be brilliant. I'd, I'd love to be involved. So they mentioned it to Brendan and he said, yeah, sure, I'll have a listen. And, you know, we'll we'll go from there. So I got in contact with him that way and he suggested I might sing one of his songs at it and he suggested Orphan Girl. So I didn't actually know it at the time, but I went and had a listen and I fell in love with it straight away. I thought it was such a powerful song, such a great story that, you know, I, I myself didn't even really know the history and the background of it when I first listened to it, but I was really moved by it. So I said to him, yeah, definitely, I'll I'll learn that and we'll go from there. So that's kind of how we got in contact first. And then unfortunately, the concert couldn't go ahead due to COVID. So I said to Brendan, anyway, to be honest, the songs really touched me. So I'd love to go and do a recording of it myself. And he said, yeah, brilliant. Off you go. That'd be great. Um, Let me know how it goes. So I got back to him with my original recording. And from there, then he invited me to record it professionally with him in a studio in Dublin, Venture Recording Studios with Dave McCune. So then we went we went there and did a recording of it in that studio, and it all kind of took off from there. Um, we talked about releasing it then as a single and everything. So, yeah, and then it was released last Wednesday, so it all came to fruition. So it was a fantastic opportunity. Um, Brendan has been such a good mentor to me throughout the whole process. As you said, getting an opportunity to work with the songwriter was very, very surreal and very, um, you know, an amazing opportunity for me. So I'm thrilled with it. I'm so thankful to Brendan for everything he's taught me along the way since I met him. I suppose it's a year and a half ago now at this stage, but he's just really shown me the ropes and, you know, teaching me the ways. So I'm very grateful to him. I've learned so much on this journey. As you said, Brendan, <clears throat> he um, conveys history in such yeah. detail 
in such a concise format. Yeah, exactly. Like I said that about the song <clears throat> and a lot of other songs that he's wrote as well. You know, they're almost like a little mini history lesson. Mm-hmm. In a sense that they tell such a strong story. You know, it really, before I record the song, I went to one of the workhouses here in Ireland, Partumna Workhouse. And that's stunning. That's stunning there. It, is, it really is. And I just kind of wanted to get some insight into, I suppose, the background of it and the story of the orphan girls and, you know, do my research before the song. And hopefully it would all help when it came to recording and the video and everything. And yeah, it was a stunning tour now and everything. But as we were going around, I was thinking, I nearly, I know all the information now because Brendan has literally put it into a song. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're so right. He really does capture everything within the songwriting and it's, yeah, it's incredible. So that's the song, the singing component. We'll come back to that in a few minutes, but you were performing in Wexford, um, recent, relatively recently outdoors. Uh, and yes. that, that was, Shakespeare classical theater. Uh, it was, yeah. Yeah. So how was that experience? Yeah, lovely. Um, it was the first time I've done an outdoor event like that. And again, due to COVID, they couldn't do an indoor event. So it had to be done outdoors. And that was the first time I'd had that type of experience. But it was brilliant. I really enjoyed it. Um, and thankfully, the rain stayed off for the day, the day in it. <laughs> I remember so, yeah, seeing uh, Midsummer Night's Dream on Boston Common. Uh, oh, very good. A number of years ago. And here in Ottawa, there is a company of fools, is what they call themselves. And they do theatre yes. in the park every year. And it's all it's Shakespeare. Yes. So yeah, no, it really works. It works for the type of play it was as well, I think. You know, it it just was fitting for the type of Shakespearean play it was, I guess, too. So, yeah, it went really well now. And Dorothy um, in Wizard of Oz, would that have been your, was that your, what would have been your debut on the major stage? Um, my debut would have been actually Annie. It, I was an orphan in Annie in a West End production in Castle Bar, the Royal Theatre. There was a West End uh, production touring and they came to our stage school and asked a few certain girls to be orphans. So that would have been my debut one. Um, I think that was back in 2007. And then after that, I would have done ones like, I think, Gabriella and High School Musical and Dorothy and The Wizard of Oz. They kind of would have been the next ones after that. But right, right. It's been a lot. <laughs> so it's, when you say that, it's interesting that if your first uh, step on stage, on the big stage, was as an orphan, and it's coming nearly full circle. That you're oh, real. yeah. You're so right. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't even think of that until I said it there. Yeah, you're yeah. right. So, that was <laughs> so what, what's ahead for Nicola? Um, I, d- I don't really know right now, to be honest. Um, I think this project, I really tried to pour my heart and soul into it. It was my main focus and all my effort was going into it now for the last few months. So everything kind of revolving around that at the moment now and having released it last week, there's still a lot of... Um, excitement with it and you know we're getting a lot of local plays on radio and uh, local newspaper coverage and things like that so this is kind of the main focus at the moment but I'm not sure where I'm looking forward to seeing where where it takes me or what happens next I'd love to go on and do another song or you know an album or mm-hmm. I don't know eventually maybe 
you know, tour and do concerts. That'd be the kind of dream or the hope. But we'll see where it takes me anyway. I'm I'm enjoying this at the moment, so right. looking forward to seeing where, where it takes well, me next. While this particular song relates to um, orphan girls going to Australia, the same story does apply to girls coming to Canada. And only recently mm-hmm. there was a conference on here and uh, the Primrose girls from Montpellier uh, came to the area around here and efforts are underway to try and track some of the descendants here. So um, this story that you're singing is very much an Irish, a universal Irish story. So there's, um, it is powerful in that way. And as I say, Brendan captures the history so strongly in all of this. Nicola, we're going to wrap up and in wrapping up, we're going to share your track, your first Orphan Girl with the listener. And I want to thank you for taking the time. It's been a real pleasure meeting you and I wish you every success. Thank you so much, Austin. Really appreciate it. Thank you.